Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 50. Today I'm going to talk about brain fog. And hopefully, um, just like all the other episodes that I do, I try to spin a new light on them and just give you a different perspective. Um, especially if um, you've been suffering from this a lot or dealing with this a lot. Uh, I have a lot of women tell me that um, they've lost their memory or it's just sometimes they're okay and then other times they're not um, with memory or just even like they'll go to do something and they can't remember what it is that they were going to go do. Um, and so it's it's prevalent and I think as you get older, obviously, um, we blame it on age and all of that stuff. And yes, some of that is probably a factor, but um, so hopefully this episode just gives you a new spin and a new way of looking at your brain fog. So if you're suffering from brain fog, I want you to just kind of see if there's other symptoms that you're dealing with also. A lot of times brain fog comes with um, lower levels of estrogen, so that's why they you see it in women that have um, are in menopause, perimenopause, um, you know, baby, they just had a baby or, you know, all of the stuff around having a baby, those could affect your estrogen levels. Um, but the thing that I really think is interesting about brain fog and estrogen is if you've listened to my episodes about estrogen and where estrogen is produced in the body, then you'll, you'll, this will make sense to you. So estrogen is produced in the ovaries um, most estrogen is produced in the ovaries. So that's down in your um, lower part of half of your stomach, right? And that's also a spot where all your creative organs are. And a lot of times I see people dealing with brain fog. They also have issues to do with um, their period, with PMS, long periods, heavy periods, um, infertility. So, um, from my perspective and what I do when I'm dealing with a client and they're wanting to approach it in a very holistic way is that we take that um, symptom, right? Let's take the symptom of the brain fog and we definitely want to locate it in the body. So obviously that's your head and that's where we, um, when I'm working with clients, we talk a lot about intuition, listening to yourself, um, are you getting guidance, things like that. That's where that happens in your head. But also at that same time, they have this a symptom down in their sacral chakra is what I call it. Um, but basically, they just have a, other symptoms down in their um, uterus, in their ovaries. There's something else normally going on other than just the brain fog. And so when I have them tie those two together, they're able to see the correlation that originally they probably a lot of women think that they're just going crazy they're losing their mind something's going on um and i like to have that you correlate the two together so that you can see if i can balance one end of me i can it will help to balance the other end so if you're having the brain fog then we need to come back down to your stomach area right your ovaries your uterus and get some of that balanced so that we can balance the estrogen levels basically is what it comes down to. There's other hormones that play an effect. and um, um, But in women, a lot of times it's because of the drop of estrogen. So 
one of the first things I always do with clients, and you've heard me go over this, is we always find what in their lifestyle or what is it that they're doing that could possibly be um, causing some of these symptoms. So a lot of times people will answer this and they'll know exactly, well, you know, I, I totally am drinking so much Coke a day and I just, I know I shouldn't be. Um, a lot of times I just, I don't exercise or that everybody will like act like they don't have an answer. Not everybody, but most people will kind of let their brain stay in confusion about their brain fog as if they don't know what it is. But as soon as I ask them this question, like what is in your lifestyle, could you get rid of? A lot of times they can pinpoint it. So if you are suffering from brain fog, that's one of the first things I would have you ask and be sure that you're um, really listening um, and a lot of times it is an answer that you already know as I've mentioned so I want you to pay attention to which of what things that you know could be possibly use um, reversing or lowering your estrogen or could be causing your brain fog that you could easily take out of your life so if that soda is easy for you to take out of your life then just go ahead and remove it. If um, you know that your excess stress is one of those things that is a precursor to you having brain fog, is there something that you know you can easily do that would help you help decrease your stress? Um, other things like in your diet, is it, if you know that there's something right that you're eating that is connected to your brain fog or to your other symptoms, can any of them be easily removed? Um, and if your sleep, you know sleep is one of those things that causes you to have brain fog, can you come up with a strategy? Is there a way that you could come up with um, to, a way to sleep better? Um, and so paying attention, and you hear as I'm saying it, I'm, I literally mean that. What things are easy for you to remove? and um, that aren't going to cause you a big old upheaval of um, crazy emotions but you're just you could just be like i just needed to just take the work to do that go ahead and remove those things if it just literally means turning off the tv a few minutes earlier and that's not a problem so you can get better sleep then just take the the initiative and do that some sometimes someone just needs to hear me say that and then they can make the decision because um there's not a whole bunch of emotions tied to it. So if you can do that and you don't have a ton of emotions tied to an item, get, get rid of it and then see if that's what changes, if that can change your brain fog, if that can fix a lot of those things going up in your head. Um, if you change some things and you still have brain fog, it didn't even change any of it at all, then we know we need to take it one step farther and look closely at those things that you need to remove, but you have a lot of resistance that you don't want to remove it. So um, I've had people where the brain fog definitely comes because lack of sleep, but they hate going to bed. Like literally they hate going to bed because it means the day's over, um, they just don't want to be done with that day. They don't want the next day to start. That is a perfect example of then we can go farther and address that issue because we know it wasn't very easy to change. That being said, um, 
if you heard what I just mentioned, all of those reasons why someone, that person, couldn't fall asleep were all things up in their head, right? It was lots of chatter, lots of talk, lots of, I want to go to, uh, you know, the day's over, I don't want the next day to start, I like having quiet time, like all of this is up in their head, it's a ton of chatter and um, just conflicting thoughts even that are going on in their head. And so then they don't go to sleep early or just even at a decent hour. Then they wake up exhausted and then they have brain fog the next day. Well, what's confusing to the brain is when we feel like we should do something or we know we should do something and then we don't do it. So especially in the brain, um, in the head, a lot of people hear me talk about chakras and things like that, but when I'm talking about the head, there's a lot of like, that's where we process information. That's um, the part of our body where we um, can get ideas that, or make ideas come to foration and things like that. So when we're getting our, having our intuition tell us things like you should go to bed earlier, think, something like that, and then we're not doing it, it's super confusing to the brain. It's basically like telling the, the brain, giving you a good piece of information. You should, you're out in the wild, you should run from that lion. And you're like, no, I don't think I'm going to run from the lion. I think I'm going to just like hang out here. The brain's like, what the heck? Why are you, why wouldn't you listen to me? Right? Or your intuition's telling you these things. You're, you're getting this information and then you're choosing not to follow through with it. And it's confusion. And that's what brain fog is, is confusion, okay? Another example, if your brain is telling you you're, from a very primal perspective, you should eat more green things, let's say. Like I have people tell me that, I really should eat more vegetables. And then I'm like, why aren't you? Because I just don't want to. And I like, well, that's very confusing to the brain. Why is it giving you some good information and then you're not utilizing it and you're not following through? And obviously the answer is there's lots of emotions between point A and point B. But sometimes just putting it in that perspective makes such a difference. They can start to question themselves. That's a good question. Why don't I? I don't know. Like I hated vegetables when my mom made me eat them younger when I was younger. Or, you know, they can start to see this story that their brain is um, unfolding. I have quite a few clients who get brain fog as soon as their spouse gets home. And I don't think that that is by chance. So if that's you, then you need to pay close attention to that one, right? Like what is really going on up in that head? And is there a lot of confusing talk and chatter that would be super confusing and cause a lot of fogginess in your brain, okay? Also, I have clients that um, they get brain fog as soon as they start to work on a project or something creative, like, like their creative energy or something. Like they, they, it's, you know, people call it writer's block or things like that. And that again is, um, you've heard me reference, you know, down in your creative organs, your female organs, that's your creative part of your body. That's where your creative creativity comes from and so when you have chatter in your brain and then you haven't utilized your creativity very much then you have these two ends of the body that are 
have not been in sync for a while, have not um, been utilized to the best of their ability. And then all of a sudden you sit down and try to do something creative, right? Like you just think it's going to unfold. And then when it doesn't, you think you aren't creative anymore. You think you've lost your creative abilities and then you make it super personal. So that's where I, I have clients do a lot of work on being creative without like um, time limits on things, being creative in just like simple ways rather than just sitting down and trying to knock out a paper or a, a picture, but being creative in the way that you, you know, put the plates on the table, the being creative in the way you organize your forks, like something like that is a way that's going to seem less invasive to the body and keep your creativity going so that if you notice you're a person that feels like you've lost that creativity and you also experience brain fog, then now we can understand the two ends of the spectrum or the two ends of your body. And I see them play such a role. And um, if this is confusing to you, just go back and listen to it and pay close attention to your body as you're listening to it and what you're feeling and um, what thoughts you're even having. And, you know, does it make you cringe? Does it make settle right with you? Does it speak to you? Like, just kind of let some of this um, sink in. Actually, even does it make you feel guilty? And um, how are you going to utilize your guilt? How are you going to use this information, right? Like I just talked about to better yourself or to make, get to the next best um, level of yourself. So I hope that this one helped. So remember the, if you're experiencing brain fog, I want you to first just pay attention. What things could you easily remove that you know are causing brain fog or, or contributors? And the second step is to really look closely at those things that you cannot remove very easily. What emotions are tied? What actually is going on? Is there a time of the day that it's always happening? People that are around? And just start to unfold the story for yourself. So... Um, if you need help, always reach out to me. Um, we could get on a consultation. Um, if you're in my Facebook group, I'm going to be doing free coaching. So just make sure that um, you join my Facebook group if you'd like that. Otherwise, let me know if you um, have any questions. Give me, um, send me a message. Dana Palmer Coaching um, is going to be, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. And also that's my website. So if you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Welcome to episode 50. 